What kind of man are you? This life will require you to be steadfast, immovable, strong, and courageous. Though this world says you should get a trophy just for showing up, and there are no winners and losers, you must train to win the prize. You do the hard things. You persevere. You are becoming the man God created you to be. You exercise discipline. The discipline of manliness. Hey there, guys. What is going on today? It's great to be back with you for another episode in the Discipline of Manliness podcast. Guys, I cannot believe we are already over halfway through the month of July. This is absolutely crazy. Like, we're, this year's just flying by. I actually went out this last week to try to set up some stuff and get prepared for an archery pronghorn hunt out in eastern Colorado. And I was shocked to see the whole landscape from all the rain we got through the month of June. If you don't know, we had the wettest month, uh, the wettest June, I should say, in Colorado history. So we've had a ton of rain over the course of this year. And I've come to find out that out east, they've had about 20 inches of rain is what the ranger was telling me who was going to let me hunt some pronghorn on his property. And it is sopping wet out there. Like everywhere you turn, it is nothing but wet I mean, boggy, marshy holes like everywhere throughout these fields. So needless to say, my plan for hunting pronghorn is going to have to change a little bit. And I'm probably going to be calling an audible on that hunt and how I approach that type of hunt. So I hope you guys are also preparing well. If you are also hunters and you're getting ready for your seasons coming up, I hope you guys are having some good success with e-scouting or getting out there with boots on the ground, whatever it may be. I hope you guys are finding those animals and figuring out a good plan based on that super rainy summer that we've had. Guys, again, thanks for coming back. Thanks for joining me. And it's great to be back with you for another episode. Uh, Just a quick reminder for you guys, if you haven't done so, please go in, give me a rating and review and your podcast platform and be sure to be sharing this episode with your friends or whoever it may be that you think would benefit from this type of show. I'd love for you guys to be just taking a screenshot, sending them a text, sharing it with them, share it on social, or just share it wherever you can. In this episode, guys, I want to start talking about how we show up, how we contribute value to the world around us. And we're going to start by talking about that, by discussing how we use our talents. This is a big way that I think a lot of us overlook. It's a very easy thing to do, and it can also be a very difficult thing to do. But I think it's a really important thing that we use the gifts and the talents that God's given us as we seek to become the men that God created us to be. Now, this kind of all came up for me a couple of weeks ago. In our church service, our associate pastor was preaching and he was talking about how those who teach will ultimately be judged more harshly for what they say, what they taught, and if they taught it accurately. And that got me thinking about what I'm doing here because I am pointing out things that I see in God's word. I'm pointing out things I'm learning through other books I'm reading and things like that. So in essence, I am a platform for teaching and I was thinking about how that will, it will set me up in a place to be critiqued or judged by God with a bit more scrutiny. And like I said, judged maybe a little more harshly than if I hadn't stepped into this position. I've been thinking a lot about that and had some really interesting conversations with my wife about all of that just a few days ago and thinking about what the alternatives are. Because if we have gifts that we're supposed to use and we're supposed to be fulfilling essentially good works that God's set out for us to do, then what does it mean if I just don't do them because I'm afraid of being judged 
more harshly. Wouldn't I also then be judged just as harshly for not using my gifts at all? Like God looking at me one day and saying, Hey, I gave you these talents. Like, did you use them in any way, shape or form? Or did you just check out and say, man, I'm afraid of being judged or being scrutinized for the work I did. So I was afraid to do it wrong and I didn't want to do it at all. Like, I mean, am I going to really feel good before God one day having to say that? Like, I, I don't think that's a good alternative, but just as that's, you know, not something I want to do. I also want to be careful about things I'm saying as well. And that can, this can all be true for any of the talents that we all might have. Now, obviously like I said, I'm talking about teaching, but there's also other ways to be scrutinized for the work we do. I mean, think about hospitality. I mean, there's risks there too. There's risks of you know being taken taken advantage of by other people. If you think about hospitality, for instance, there are also risks there, and that could be being taken advantage of by other people. Or if you think about what shepherding is and how like essentially leading you know, leading people in a particular direction, like you could lead people the wrong way, you know, a risk in serving, you know, is in serving other people is that you could be doing it for the wrong motives. You could be doing that for, for glory, for recognition, or you, you could ultimately end up doing it just with a bad attitude because you're angry that you have to jump in and help in a way that you don't really want to, you know, think about, declaring a message or declaring God's word, like, you know, the, the gift of prophecy and what that is, you know, you could speak the truth without any love in it. There's a risk there, you know, mercy, you know, you could ultimately be looked at like a pushover and people could try to take advantage of you, or you could just not stand as strong as you need to on some things because you're giving too much mercy and not enough truth, not enough justice. But the point is we're supposed to be using our talents in some way, shape or form. We're supposed to be giving back those talents that God gave us and we're supposed to be using them for the betterment of others around us for, for our church or for society, for our community, for our family, whatever it may be. We have a lot of opportunities where we can use our gifts and use our talents to improve the world around us. And I think we are supposed to be doing that. We're supposed to be giving back. We're supposed to be adding value as men. Again, if you go back and listen to some of my earlier episodes in those first four or five, you know, one of my last ones in that, that first uh, definition of a man or definition of masculinity series is about providing value. A man adds value. So I think we are supposed to do that. And I think we're supposed to be doing that in a variety of different ways. If you think about the parable of the talents in Matthew 25, 14 through 30, that master is leaving talents with his servants and the talents in that parable are it's it's a weight it's a weight of money so they're they're getting a resource that they're supposed to utilize well to grow it develop it make it earn something back and give it back to him when he returns and in that scenario you have one servant who does it really well and he has five talents and he grows it by five talents you know another servant has two talents you know again being that weight of money and he gains two more talents. The other guy just buries it in the sand because he's afraid of using it wrong or losing it. He just buries it and gives it back to his master when he comes back. That's the gist of this parable of the talents if you're not familiar with that story. But if you're going to be faithful with the talent that you have, meaning your gifts, your skills, you know, your, your sort of internal resources that God's given you, and you want to be a man of value who gives those back and grows them, 
The point is you're supposed to be faithful with that talent in this life. And you're going to have to be fruitful to some degree. You know, at the end of the day, I'd rather risk maybe getting scrutinized a little more harshly or, you know, having a little bit more scrutiny to my life by God one day because I stepped into a, a place where I felt like I was supposed to be and using the gifts that God gave me, then ultimately never use them because I was afraid of doing it wrong. I'd rather ultimately gain, you know, a 0.1% return for the talents that he's left me than a 0% return like this parable where this guy just buries his in the sand. But that does kind of leave a question that how fruitful are we supposed to be? Like how much are we supposed to grow that? Because here's an, here's another side of the coin that I've been thinking of in regard to is growing our talent is how much do I grow them? Because I would love to see more growth for this podcast. I'd love to see more downloads. I'd love to see it affecting more men and helping them again, become that man that God wants them to be. But I, and I could do that by say changing this message a little bit to make it a little more palatable for a variety of people. You know, guys, you guys know I'm pretty clear of this is, this is a faith based type show Um, I'm specifically speaking from a place of where my faith is in Jesus Christ. I'm speaking to you on biblical matters. Obviously, I'm using scripture in this one to discuss a parable. But I do want this show to be something that any man can listen to and still gain from. But I'm not going to be shy about saying what I need to say or illustrating points I need to make based on what I believe drives the purpose and the foundation for this show and for my belief system. I want to make sure that it's clear where I'm deriving my ideas from and where I'm deriving their meaning and how I'm deciding this is important enough that I'm going to draw a line in the sand at these points and why I think that's so important instead of just being ambiguous about, you know, just pick something or pick whatever's important to you or or whatever. So obviously I could gain more followers in this show and on social if I altered my message a little bit, but that ultimately wouldn't really be authentic to who I am and what I believe in. And I think that's a really important part of how I use these talents and how I think we're all supposed to use these talents is I think you, you first have to stay very authentic to your belief system, to who you are and who God's called you to be and what he's called you to do. You know, what do I ultimately say to God one day, if I do use my talents but if I'm, I'm dishonest or inauthentic with them in order to gain more followers and get a, a bigger uh, pool of people that I affected, but will it matter one day when the master comes back and I have to give an account for what I did? Is he going to just want to see numbers or is he going to want to know that I did it with integrity? And I think that's going to be an important aspect is that I have to have done it with integrity. Even if I made some mistakes along the way, and I wasn't 100% perfect, I, I don't think that's going to be the major deciding factor of how I'm judged. Sure, there might be some teaching moments in there or whatever it may be, but it's not going to be like, well, everything's moot now because you weren't 100% perfect. You know, another thing that occurs to me too is just the challenges that we're, we're going to face in using our talents. And one of those risks or one of those challenges I think we're going to have to face is what if people don't like what I'm doing? You know, this 
show might make some people uncomfortable or you using whatever gifts you have might make people uncomfortable because you're changing the status quo on them. You know, maybe you haven't been stepping up and using those talents and now you're going to, and that's going to rock the boat a little bit in maybe your workplace or maybe your, your church or your family, but you might end up finding some people don't like what you're doing. You know, maybe it might make them feel convicted because they're not using their talents or they may even ask you to ease up on using your talents so they don't look bad. You know, there's a lot of things we can face here and some challenges of trying to step up now and use our talents where maybe we weren't before or maybe we weren't using them to the extent we knew we could. Maybe, we, maybe we've been holding back. And so now when you step up, you're going to see challenges with certain people who maybe don't love the fact that you're really stepping into that role that God called you to. And I think you're going to have to stand really strong in what you believe, what you know to be true, or what you know God's called you to. And you're going to have to say, well, I don't care that this is bothering somebody. Like, I mean, you're not going to go about it. You're not going to be a jerk about it. But you are going to have to stand strong and be clear and set some boundaries with those people and say, no, I'm not going to back off. I'm not going to you know, step down in this just because it makes somebody uncomfortable. I'm going to have to stay the course and keep doing the work that I know I'm supposed to do. Or another challenge, you know, you guys might run into or we might face is, you know, what if the people who maybe should be supporting me in using my gifts aren't supporting me? Or what if the people who should be helping me don't? There's there's a real risk of that as well. And it's not like it's something, you know, I haven't encountered in my life. There's definitely times where a boss or, or a, a place of service where there should have been people that gave me some better opportunity and should have helped me utilize my talents better and stepped up to that role better. They, they just checked out and didn't and left me to kind of just figure it out on my own. So how do you handle those situations? First, you're going to have to recognize that you may not have the whole story. You know, you may not know what's really going on behind the scenes there. And you might have to do some digging to figure out why is this person who should be supporting me in this you know, why are they not? You you might have to ask some questions. You might have to have some conversations and be really direct about, you know, what you're seeking to do, what you're trying to accomplish and what you need from this other person in order to grow and keep getting better and keep developing yourself to utilize these talents the best way that you can. You know, another thing you might have to do in this is, is check your narrative. You might realize that you aren't getting the support you need and maybe you know you don't have the whole story, but you're telling yourself a narrative on why this person isn't stepping in and helping you or doing what they should be doing. And that is a really dangerous place to be when you don't have the whole story. You're going to have to stop the narrative. You're going to have to say to yourself, you know, I know I don't necessarily have the whole story. All I know is my side of the coin. And in order to figure it out, you're going to have to have those conversations to see what is on the other side of the coin and to figure out and learn what you don't know. No, until you've really done that, the next step in it is believe the best until you know otherwise. And I've probably hit on this before in other podcasts in the, in the past, but you really do have to, again, watch your narratives that you're telling yourself believe the best until you know something is different or you know this person is deliberately checking out on you and leaving you high and dry because of maybe some selfish motive or whatever it could be. 
But until you know something for a fact and you've heard it from them, believe the best until you know otherwise. The fourth thing I'd say in this is just keep looking for ways to use your talents. Even if it's not the way you originally envisioned, just branch out and get creative. You know, there's areas in my life where I've wanted to utilize some talents and some gifts that I have and haven't been able to do it in the avenue I thought I was going to be able to or utilize those gifts in the place I thought I should. And it's really easy to just sort of get frustrated with that and just check out and say, well, then I'm just not going to do it. But I'm going to encourage you not to give in to those feelings. You got to get creative. You got to start thinking, how do I utilize my gifts? How do I keep utilizing these talents? And where else can I start pouring these talents into that will still give a benefit to those around me, even if it's not in the original way I'd planned or anticipated? You know, in some ways, that's even what this podcast is in existence for. You know, I've I've had some hopes and ideas of things I'd like to be able to do. Felt like God really wanted me to be utilizing certain gifts that I had. I didn't have an avenue to use them in a place where I thought I would. And so I I decided, you know what, I'm just going to start this podcast and start trying to put my thoughts out there and help other guys as they maybe struggle with the same things I've struggled with or again, can contribute a different viewpoint, a different aspect. And that's, again, a lot of what this podcast is about and is doing here is because I've had to branch out and get creative to utilize my gifts in a way that I feel like I'm giving back and helping other people. And the last thing I'll say on on what if people aren't supporting you in the way they should be, or your you know, leadership maybe isn't supporting you the way they should be, I'm going to say be assertive to fix the issue. Even if they ultimately don't respond, you still have set an expectation and you've made your position clear. So don't, again, just give yourself this narrative, make a determination without all the facts and say, well, forget it. I'm not going to do it or I'm not going to help these people or whatever. Don't get into your shell and retreat back into yourself and then just be angry or bitter about what's going on. You got to be assertive to help address what's going on and fix it. Because I'll I'll tell you, I I forget which leadership seminar or conference or whatever I might have been at. But I remember at one point I I heard a statistic that said that your leadership probably has 70% of the information you think they do at best. And if they don't necessarily know how you're perceiving things um, or how maybe even other people could be perceiving things, if you and maybe a few other people kind of see what's going on, you know, maybe it's obvious to you, but maybe they don't see that. So you're going to have to be assertive. You're going to have to make an appointment, sit down with them, talk with them, share your thoughts and feelings about what's going on. And again, believe the best until you know otherwise, but sit down with them and present it in a way that is caring, that's it's encouraging, that is seeking the best for them so that they can do their job the best way that they can. You know, Like I said, whether it be a boss, whether it be leadership in a church or a volunteer organization that you're a part of. But just get involved, go talk with your leadership, tell them how you feel in a way that is seeking to understand where they're coming from and being honest about what you're seeing and what you're experiencing too. Ultimately, if they don't care don't and don't respond in the way that you hope, you still set an expectation, you've given them more information, now they ultimately have no excuse and they're going to be eventually you know, one day held accountable for how they choose to lead and that's up to them. But again, you've made your position clear 
And now again, you can at least stand with your head high knowing you've done everything you can. Now you go back to step four and just keep looking for other ways to use those talents and use your, your giftings in different ways so that you are utilizing them and adding value to those around you. So just to kind of quick recap, again, guys, we all have talents that we're supposed to be using. We're supposed to be adding value to the world around us, our communities, homes, families, friends, all these different groups of people are, are opportunities where we can use our talents to make them better and to build up other people. We've got to be using them and we can't say I'm not going to because I'm afraid of ultimately one day, you know, being judged by these other people or by this group or by even if it's God, we can't default back to like, well, I'm not going to use them because I don't want to be judged more harshly. Ultimately, you have gifts, you have talents one way or the other, and you are supposed to be using those talents. So get active and at least get going on building some kind of return on the talents you have. Like I said, I'd rather grow mine by 0.1% or some kind of growth than zero. You know, it's important that we're utilizing those talents. Ultimately, you will still be judged even if you never use your talents because you do have some to offer. So make sure that you're developing those talents, you're growing them, you're you're getting better at the things you're already good at and you're continuing to double down on the impact that you're making. Don't forget, we're going to face challenges as we go along. We're going to have people who don't support what we're doing. We're going to have people who maybe don't like that we're stepping up and using our talents and we're that we're, and that we're getting involved and again that could rock the boat so don't be afraid of those types of confrontations stand strong keep doing the thing that you know you're meant to do and using those gifts in the way you know you're supposed to and come along those other people so that they hopefully step up and you start utilizing their gifts in a better way as well if people who should be supporting you aren't recognize that you may not have the whole story, check your narrative, make sure you're not telling yourself stuff that isn't totally true, or you're making up stories about why these people aren't supporting you. Believe the best until you know otherwise. Keep looking for ways to use your talents and get creative and branch out and be assertive to fix the issue. That is the quick recap of this week's episode on using your talents. I hope this has been a helpful message for you guys today and hope this is something that you guys can take immediately to your workplace or to a volunteer opportunity, to a church, wherever it may be. I hope this is impactful and I hope this has been something that you guys will utilize in your volunteering or in the use of your gifts. Guys, I really, really appreciate you guys tuning in again, listening to this show for another week. It means so much to me that you guys would take time to tune in. Don't forget to go into your podcast platform. Leave me that rating and review. It helps a ton as I work to grow this show and keep spreading this message and keep impacting other men to become the men that God created them to be. Don't forget to share the episode. Again, just screenshot it really quick. If you're not driving, send that to a buddy and tell him to listen. And don't forget to subscribe to the show so that you are getting the downloads every Tuesday morning when they get released. So tune in again next week for another episode. Until then, guys, keep practicing the discipline of manliness.